Now streaming. Now streaming. This is a Vangrio production. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Are we live, Miss Judy Sketch Lewinson? We are live. We are live. All the way live. Wait, live. It's been a minute. It has. How have you been? Oh, I'm good down here in Smashville. Smashville. That's right. You did. You moved. You moved you to, the, come to see a little us. bit of music. Double wide, and uh, we headed. We headed eastbound and down. <laughs> so we're here. We're in out right outside of Smashville. Nice. I I do owe you all a visit. I, I saw some uh, photos of your children, who are little young peoples now. So um, yeah, they're, they're like you know, Colin's a dude. He's a dude now. Yeah, I saw that. And I see there's a lot of hockey in your life right now, which I I feel is like a silent enticement to get the Canadian to come down to visit. So like Judy, like, we have hockey tickets. You keep looking right. Look, looking at the camera. Can you please explain this game you've been playing since you've been three to us? Don't tell anybody this, but I still can't name one player. We have like VIP suite lounge tickets, free drinks, free food, and but but uh, we have fun. Well, that's the most. Important Southern part. boys don't know much about no hockey. That's all right. You you need a Northern Canadian Jamaican woman to come explain it to you. That makes perfect sense. I will be on the next they, flight they kick out. The ball. What's that game? They, they kick the, the ball at the feet. <laughs> there it is. Hands. That ain't no damn football. Oh my goodness! I'm excited to be back here with you and to, as we encourage the world to come on and get happy. Let's talk about our guest. Hour. I'm excited. We have a really cool guest coming on. We well, yeah. this guy's been a buddy of mine since back in the day in LA. We're going to talk about how we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we had mutual friends. Like I don't remember exactly where we met, but solid yeah. dude, good Southern dude in LA, Hollywood hillbilly like me. And yeah. I was in the gym one day here in Nashville, and I'm working out. I get my Instagram feeds. And there's Travis. I'm like, Travis, that's my buddy. What's up, dude? So it was when a good friend of his, uh, Leslie Jordan, who recently passed away, right. which is why we're, we're here today. We're going to talk about the legend of Mr. Leslie Jordan. Hilarious little dude. But uh, I was thinking about today. I'm like, I like to have a little topic. And, you know, it's always a fun topic we do, either a top 10 or whatever it is. And I was like, Southern phrases. And these are not just Southern, Judy, but you can say, throw something in. You're from, you know, Jamaica. But, you know, there was all these phrases growing up, you know, in Kentucky. And I'd move to, you know, to Hollywood. And I'd say, let me hug your neck. And people, hey, dude, <laughs> we're, not, we're not that close, bro. Back it up a little bit. You yeah, know, we, we have a few like, things like that in Jamaica, too, where people look at me like, you, sorry? <laughs> and I said, look, are you okay? the pig you got, my mama raised the sow. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> Basically, you can't fool me. We're That's fixing to have needs. a good time tonight. What are we fixing to do? Yes, we are. We are fixing. Uh, but yeah, let's let's thing. jump into it. I'm excited to to catch up with with Travis, and and this will be my first time meeting him and uh, talking about Leslie, who is has been an amazing source of humor in in my own life and my own comedic journey and and, and television journey, and and uh, you know he's touched the hearts and lives of people all over the globe and continues to. And the projects that they're working on together, I really believe this is just you know a great great conversation to get into, and and let's uh, it fits in with our vibe. Come on, let's get happy. Because these guys are all about the happy, and as uh, Leslie would say, "Well, shit, let's do it." <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I go way back. He's blown up now. I've got some friends here in Nashville that are, you know, in the music scene. They're like, "Travis is the real deal." He's written songs with and for Dirk Bentley, Keith Urban, Brooks and Dunn. I think he uh, worked in Vegas with Reba and Brooks and Dunn, and uh, we're, we're, you know, glad to have him here. And this is my man. 
Let's give it up and say a little whale shit for Travis Howard. <laughs> Hello, fellow hunger downers. <laughs> Hi, Travis. How are y'all doing? Hey, uh, good, man. Your, your intro, I have to say, left out the one who brung me. I have to give some credit to Miranda Lambert because she, uh, she at 19, she kind of gave me my first shot and we wrote like 10 cuts on her album, her first three albums together. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, Miranda. Miranda Lambert, dude. I love her. She's sassy. Yeah, uh, she is sassy. Yeah, I had that's funny. I had her name underlined first. You know, I took I take notes, but we're at the age now I might need some readers because you know, I was like, well, I think it was Brooks and Don and uh Keith Herman, but, uh, <laughs> Y'all are just blobs on the screen. I mean Yeah. I'm over here. I'm over here, Travis. <laughs> Luckily you can't see how I've aged, you know. Thank God. I do, buddy. Ooh, I'm backing up from the camera. Hey, man, how, did, here. how did we meet? Was it through Elisa Milholland? That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Maybe. I don't know. I just remember knowing you for so long. You're a good dude. I don't know if we... uh, Did you ever go to Miyagi's comedy show? Or did we go to Formosa together? Or somewhere? Yeah, I was in that whole orbit. All the above, yeah. In 2000, I worked at Saddle Ranch. And so, like, Saddle Ranch and Miyagi's Mm. up on Sunset Strip, they were kind of sister restaurants. That's it. That's it. Because Jay Davis and I did a comedy show at the other Saddle Ranch. Oh, uh, the did, one. Yeah, up at uh, Universal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's eight, like. Now my wife, my girlfriend at the time, we would go in Saddle Ranch where you worked. And I knew the uh, bartenders. I knew all those dudes. I did a show next door at the comedy store on Friday nights with Sergio Love. That's would, amazing. She, she, she's like, I'm over your comedy. I got your I've seen your jokes too many times. She's <laughs> over it. I get it. You got a Trans Am and a hair flip. I got it. You're from Kentucky. <laughs> i'd post I, her up and say take care of this girl i'll be back in 90 minutes <laughs> i had a 78 firebird at that a red 78 firebird hey. at that time so like i I'm, maybe we bonded uh over that kind of stuff Funny too ass. i don't know yeah probably i still have a trans am i have another one now and, and i love it my kentucky porsche you just can't let it go can you i can't let it go buddy is that a roscoe's uh, t-shirt you got yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. It's funny that you mentioned that. I just pulled the t-shirt out. I was like, okay, this seems appropriate. I pulled out my Viper room for the, nice. for the, the theme <laughs> Living here. in the past. Like, where would we uh, be without the past, y'all? I know, buddy. Captain from Roscoe's used to come to my comedy show. Captain was no. the manager with the sparkly hat and everything. Yeah, said, hey, yeah, man, yeah. you got to come down to Roscoe's. You're going to dig it. Come on down. And we went down there. Katie and I went down one day. There was a line around the block. I was the only one of, uh, you know, light skin or whatever, but you know, we're down with some Southern food. I, w- I was so excited. He comes out, gets me and says, come on, man, cut the line. I'm like, I'm good. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> so we walked past. I'm like, I'm with Captain. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll wait in the back. But yeah, but what I'd, year did you go t- to LA? What year did you come out? I moved from Nashville to LA in 1997. Um, and I had been, but I'd just been like trying to, I was singing demos and jingles and stuff like that in Nashville. And I was in my twenties and I was with uh, this girl that wanted to be an actress. So uh, she was like, we got to go to Hollywood. And I'm like, well, it sounds good to me. Let's go. And like six months after we got here, we broke up and that I started writing country songs because I didn't know how to write anything. I really wanted to be a rock guy, but I didn't know how to do anything but write country <laughs> music. So there, that was yeah. that. Yeah. I want to be a rock star too, and I end up telling jokes. So, 
that's what that's why I did rock stars of comedy. I'm like, that's as close as I've ever gotten right there. But um, well, you yeah, got man. the clothes right. You got the clothes in the car. Who cares? Thank you, buddy. It's all legend in my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first? So Miranda gave you your first break? Uh, yeah, effectively. Yeah. You know, I was here heartbroken and forlorn and I was writing. Um, oh, man, it's so funny. I was writing just songs and I, I weaseled my way into a um, like a songwriter type night. They didn't really have those, but we were doing them at, the, at uh, Genghis Cohen on Fairfax. I came to see you. And uh, Jay Tinsky would let me in. That's my baby. She's, I'm watching her. Hey, baby. Congratulations, man. They said, hey, baby. Um, anyway, so I'm doing these shows. It's just sort of like me and some buddies are um, playing. It's, it's so weird how all of my life connects for 20 years. But we're playing it, songs that we've written, and we would end those nights with like these old gospel hymns you know because I, I grew up in georgia one grew up in alabama one in tennessee yeah. you know we we're all just buddies and so we would in with this big medley of of gospel hymns and like that that's when i met leslie jordan he used to come to those shows and he would heckle us because he was in his 40s at the time. <laughs> he'd sit in the back room and just go and we're like shut up leslie uh, uh, but one day, these producers came and they asked if I'd want to be on this. It was a year after American Idol had uh, premiered. And they asked me, like, do you want to be on? We're doing an American Idol-style show with country music. Do you want to be on it? I was like, I don't think so, man. That sounds sketchy. You know, I just... Yeah. <laughs> and Tracy Gershon... Uh, can I cuss on this show? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Tracy Gershon, sister of Gina Gershon, was uh, working at Sony Records in Nashville at the time. And I kept saying, I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. And she just cold called me one night. Travis, Sir, uh, Tracy Gershon, Sony Records, just do the fucking show. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I've got some in, you know, integrity to watch after. I'm trying to be an artist. And she goes, how much yeah. do you make a week? I'm like, with tips? You know, yeah, yeah. $450, Tracy. <laughs> and she's like, we'll be Saddle Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, we'll beat that. Just come do the show. And I did. And that's when I met Miranda. And uh, we were on one of those dumb shows, man. Um, and, what you was know, it, it was called Nashville Star. Nashville Star. Yeah, um, that's cool. It was man. on the USA Network. Okay. And like neither of us won, but we just kept writing. And the, her first three records, I had hits on, on each of those three records. And wow. the the respect or deference that I didn't get in town before, you know, just because I knew Miranda and had written some stuff with her, now I was cool because she was so cool. She really was. Um, and it just opened doors, man. It was cool. I didn't even know she came from that show. I just knew yeah, she, she was Blake. And, she uh, didn't lead with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know that. But I did come to see you guys at Genghis Cohen. It was you and, um, what's his name, Waylon Payne? Waylon Payne. And Austin Hanks was one of Austin them. Hanks. So some of those guys worked on uh, Walk the Line, right? Yeah, Waylon uh, walked worked on Walk the Line, and then another friend, Levi Christ is his name. He played Jerry Lee Lewis in Walk the Line. Uh, he also did those things with us. And then um, what was his name that was played one of the what was the Texas Two? Uh, Johnny Keith Gaddis, Johnny maybe. No, who's the the other one? He was in um, Hocus Pocus. He's an actor. Oh my God! I'm gonna think of it as soon as we hang up. I'm gonna lose Anyway, it. I did the red carpet because I was doing red carpet stuff, um, and he was on the red carpet and and Waylon, all these guys I'd met through Genghis Cohen. It's all good. Well, I got two kids. I'm, 
And she's like, what, I didn't kick him out. What do you want, baby? <laughs> a clip? Okay, go get go get me a clip and I'll put it in your hair. Yeah. Her hair is in her face and she needs a clip. Uh, awesome. Sweet little baby. Anyway, can you uh, tell me the story? I'm sorry. Anyway, I did the right I, I'm going to interject real quick and just say that I know that, that you're saying that Shiji wants you to put a clip. This is uh, as as a daughter who loves her father. Assistant, assistant, I'm, I need, I'm in need of some service. <laughs> That's right. She's so, like, break is over. <laughs> focus, focus. And she's so patiently, she'll just say it over and over and again until I relent. Clip, clip, clip. Yes, ma'am. My just getting you ready for car, car, car. Uh, exactly. Yeah, car. car. Oh my God. Trip to Europe. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah. There it is <laughs> my daughter at that time would have a little pacifier. She called it fire. She'd take it out. I'm the Bosch. Fire. She'd throw her pacifier like it was a cigarette butt, like. Then say fire, like, like baby Bosch. <laughs> Where's the pacifier? Where's the fire? Someone get the fire. <laughs> you don't seem to understand who's in charge here, son. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I got thinking that. Anyway, I did the red carpet for Walk the Line, and I remember there's a lot of the musicians I'd seen you guys at Genghis Cohen. I was like, yeah. right on, man. You know, so because I'm in Hendersonville now, the home of you know Johnny Cash here. And, yeah, home of my ex-wife. So, Really? She's from here? Yeah, that's the girl that yeah. I came here with. She was from Hendersonville. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I don't lead with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep on the deal. If I see her at Kroger or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Heather. Yeah, so you worked with Miranda. You did Country Star. What was your... When did you first hear, like, a song on the radio? What 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 order did things come together for you? It was Well, it was uh, the National Star... Got off of that show, and Cameron Crowe, oddly, his the Paramount casting department were all watching those shows. Kaka. Oh, <laughs> we know what that is. Oh. We know what that is. So we have, like, you have a performance break? review? What's going on? Kaka <laughs> break? In her booty. Can we, can we take yeah, this yeah. one Let's break? Let's take a pause yeah, real quick. Add us, add us to your favorite. Add us to your favorite. Add us to your favorite. And keep your browser locked. Keep your browser locked. Hello, beautiful people. This is Judy Liu, executive producer at Van Grio. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Come On, Get Happy Hour with Stevie D. You could be listening to anyone right now, and we're so appreciative that you've chosen to spend a little time with us. Your continued support means everything to us. Please continue to like and share our podcast with your friends, family, and co-workers. Tell a stranger on the street. We really do appreciate it. Be sure to follow at Bangrio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, follow Stevie D and his so-called friends on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the show. What were we talking about? I was so into what we were talking about. Oh, you were talking about, I think, uh, we were trying to... Oh, you are doing Bagby. red carpet at... Uh, Larry Bagby was the guy I was trying to think of. Larry Bagby played one of uh, Johnny's, uh, was it Texas 2? Is that what they called yeah, them? Yeah, the, the Tennessee 2. Tennessee 2. Tennessee, Tennessee 3, two. I'm sorry. It's Tennessee 3. Tennessee 3, you're right. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get kicked out of Hendersonville for that. I know. But yeah, <laughs> Tennessee 3. You ain't from Kentucky, boy. But um, when Larry was on the red carpet, I remember Larry came up and said, uh, you're the dude that does the hair flip and has a trans. <laughs> like, I don't remember your name. I was like, hey! <laughs> So he gave me some hey, credibility, man. and everyone else came over to me and talked to me a little bit. But, but yeah, I recognize all these guys. So, so Genghis Cohen, it was kind of like the Bluebird Cafe kind of thing, right? Honestly, it kind of was. Deal. Yeah, and and a lot of us, uh, you know, 
coming from a Southern state to, to California, it was a dream and it was awesome, but you ended up meeting everybody, just meeting people that you had something in common with, which was just my accent. So anybody with a Southern accent, I became really good friends with. So it yeah. ends up, Bingus Cohen was just like this hive of all like sort of Southern music or roots music. They call uh -huh. it Americana now. Just a bunch of really interesting, cool artists out there. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's my proving ground. Well, well, cheers to you for never changing that. You know, we got shit for it. You know, I'd say it's cold outside. Like, it's what? Cold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> one time, and, I, yeah, you talking I about hiking. southernism? <laughs> yeah, I went hiking once. I came back and the neighbor saw me and I said, "Be careful!" I just went hiking up the run and I saw a coyote. He said, "You saw what?" I said, "Coyote." <laughs> I looked like a wolf. He goes, "A wolf?" My wife was like, um, <laughs> "I got it." You mean, you mean a coyote? Coyote. <laughs> 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 Baby, come here. Come here and say hi to everybody. Come here. Beauty. Come, here. Come say hi to the people. Okay. Oh, girl. I got things Just to do, always a gamble. Yeah. Um. I, I was. You talking about southernisms and whale shit and all that? And my stepdad, he was just constantly that guy. You know, happy with happy as a puppy with two Peters. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> that boy is so ugly. He a pig and shit. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I say that all the time. Still, I'm happy as a pig and shit. Uh, that boy's so ugly, he'll make a freight train take a dirt road. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. Just so many, so many. Good one. I had an Uncle Ricky, I used to talk about my act, and he would say, Blaze on, which isn't really Southern, but he was, but the way his, he was just the happiest guy in the whole world, and he lived in like a double wide, you know. He's like, hey man, Stevie, goddamn Blaze on. And it, he didn't mean like Blaze the Trail, be a tree. He was like, you know, spark it up. Blaze on. <laughs> Yo, he could have been the dad. <laughs> he could have been the dad uh, in Talladega Nights. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, blaze on, man. What a legend. <laughs> so what, is the, what are those decorations on your wall? We won't be able to see this on Spotify, but oh yeah, well, there's uh, most of them are Miranda. To be honest, there's one from Dirks, um, one from Leslie's coming in, but those are all songwriting stuff. The Leslie record, the Leslie Jordan record, I produced was called Companies Coming a couple of years ago, and um. I was just a producer on that, but man, it was fun making that thing because like, I, have either of y'all ever worked with Leslie? I have not. I believe I've met him through the uh, Will and Grace crew around that. Yeah. He did a couple yeah. Of same thing, not work directly, but been in same yeah. spaces. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he had a, he just, just that had energy, right? Presence. Yeah. That energy. And he was like, he was like, uh, he'd come over to the house during the pandemic and we did just Sunday hymn singing. We just pick a random hymn. I'm like, these things are following me, you know, from my childhood to the grave. I'm going to always be singing hymns. But we started doing it and people started really loving it. And uh, and he was like, we should make a record. I'm like, <laughs> like, not if you want to make any money, but I mean, we can make a record. So we did, We or, you know, we started planning it and at some point, Tanya Tucker commented on his Instagram. Wow. She said something to him, hollered at him, and he was like, so he DM'd her. This is the way the whole thing started. He Jeez. DM'd Tanya Tucker. He goes, hey, you want to be on my record? And she was like, hell <laughs> yeah. And we were like, all of us were dumbfounded. Seriously? Uh, Tanya let's Tucker? Go. Yeah, let's go. And then the next day, he did the same thing to Brandy Carlisle. He was like, Brandy, you know, it's a, it's a pandemic. Everybody's just at home. Would you like to be on my 
my gospel record and she was like i'll do that shit uh, mm-hmm. And then it was just one after another. And no, there was no managers involved or anything like that. He DM'd Chris Stapleton, uh, the, the brothers Osborne, you know, he hit TJ up. TJ, um, I love those guys. We got, we did, through friends and channels, we got to Dolly Parton. And of course mm-hmm. he said yes. Eddie wow. Vedder said yes. I mean, it's like star-studded album. And just from oh Leslie being Leslie, just going, hey, honey. Yeah. It was amazing. How can you say no to Leslie Jordan? I mean, apparently you can't. <laughs> you can't. So, did you do that remotely, or did everyone we together? How'd that work? We all went. Well, all of us except the stars went to Nashville and cut it at Sound Emporium on Belmont uh, in Nashville, and with just like the best, uh, the best players, all the the top players that play on all the albums. Um, they're just the best guys. We spent like four days. And then we went over to Ocean Way and spent two days over there. Um, and so we had the record. And a couple of people, like Tanya came in live and sang her thing live. Some other people did. But mostly, we would then send our tracks with Leslie's vocal like off to Chris Stapleton. And he and Morgan put their tracks down. And same with like Eddie and Brandy and all those guys. And Dolly was being real careful during pandemic, you know, because she's mm-hmm. older and she was like, I'll do it at my place, but I'm definitely going to do it. And it sounds, it sounds like everybody's in the same room. Wow. You know what I I really loved about that time was that, because I was, we started doing this podcast similarly with remote recording and so forth, but it reminded me of when you first get into the industry and nobody has managers, agents or anything. So it's like, Hey, let's come over. Let's make it, let's have a jam session. And we come up with magic. So we were able to do that. But then we were also in this place where technology had this burst of, we can be kids again and do those things we wanted to do with the people that are now have that leverage and they've got the time. It was like we were able to all just sort of play in what was really a traumatic time for people around the world. We found a way to play, and Leslie, being Leslie, was the the architect and made us all co-conspirators, if you will. Yeah, and, and that's you, of exactly course, right. Through, it was great. It was really, really great. And it took someone like the- Leslie to, to reach out and, and to show you that Everyone has a human connection, you know, too many, was well, it too many, too many moving parts, you know, things go off the tracks. But just like yeah. I reached out to you and said, Hey buddy, how are you? Sorry about your friend. And this happened organically. Yeah. And you know, it, none of that was lost on any of us because we did Judy. Like we realized like a lot of people were scared. They were out of work. They were having mm. fights with their spouses and all that stuff. And we were very lucky to, have something to work at. Come here, baby. This is going to, she wants kisses. Come here. Come here. Aww. Come here, baby. Uh oh. We kiss that noggin. Hey, cutie. Say, hey. There we hey, are. Steve. Hey, Stevie. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, so, and then it ended up. Just like really, we got the chance to go to Washington, D.C. and play for a bunch of people there and, you know, just do some really special things that mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, maybe I'll never get a chance to do in my life. But it, I just felt amazing. Yeah, that's that's why we did this podcast. Like, Judy and I have worked together for years and years, but it wasn't until the podcast were all locked down. And we have this creative energy. I'm like, I don't know technology, but if you can show me how to turn on a Zoom, 
Yeah. You can talk. Yeah. And that was that was really it. And the thing about it again, conversations we've had about this is something that we want to do, but time is never on your side when you don't take the time to be present. Now we were forced to sit and be still. And of course, we are not people who sit and be still. So it's like, how do we, how do we keep this popcorn energy from going out of control? Let's, let's yeah. channel it together. And such. Yeah. And, you know, so it's, it, it was our version of, of our parents saying, go, go find yeah. something outside to do. But this yeah. time we went inside <laughs> to use technology. Go outside. Well, yeah. I'll tell you one of the things that I just, that occurred to me at some point is there was a weight that lifted for me that like, I wasn't missing anything for the first time. I didn't have FOMO because it's like, we're, we're all completely separate. We're all in the same place going through the same thing, like all over Mm -hmm. the world. And it felt, I mean, it's kind of a sick comparison, but it felt great. You know, it felt like, man, I feel connected to everybody just because we're having to suffer the same way. Well, it's just about perspective, right? And taking, and having that moment to really ponder and say, you know what? I'm not alone in this. And, you know, what I've been encouraging people to be is mindful of that, even though the world is now opened up and people are getting back to their other things, leave space for that connection Yeah, because it's still necessary. It's still needed. Yeah. And it's still magical how that energy transfers around the world. You know, yeah, you, with these records coming out, with your upcoming special coming up, this is, that is still the ripple effect of trying to skip ponds across a lake that none of us exactly knew we were right. going to be camping by right yeah that's exactly right and like i'm trying to i think we're all trying to do that now that the world's kind of opened back up to just Mm -hmm. to make a point of just reaching out to the people that you care about the people that you want to connect with you can uh, that can get lost in in career or family or whatever yeah but just uh, we we now we have a once a month we have what we call sunday singing at the house in honor of leslie ever since he died Mm -hmm. we do that and just invite friends and loved ones and musicians from far and wide in LA to our house and you know just go That's hog wild. Yeah, are you still doing the chili. IG live Travis are you still going on IG live I don't as much I really like doing that but I don't do that as you much would. and you know we've got to start doing it again because it's fun <laughs> you did that a couple yeah. times after you know as a tribute to Leslie after he passed yeah, and I was like, Whoo. <laughs> I know man I was just that, I couldn't you know, not was... cry break up in the middle of the <laughs> Same. Was, I cried watching it, and I was texting people. You got to see this. Oh, Travis. <laughs> it's Travis Howard, and it's about the time I give it his type in. Like, you're like, all right. But no, my a- uh, my kids, we go to we go to Southern Baptist here. I'm, I was raised Southern Baptist. My wife's Catholic, and part of the deal is the kids will be raised Catholic. But we move back to Nashville. There's only one Catholic church, and you know, by luck of the draw, sometimes the masses don't coincide. I'm like, yeah, hey, we better go over the Southern Church. But they're but, but wait. The that's the like, Catholic Church right across from uh, on Belmont Boulevard, right? Is that the one? Uh, no, we're in Hendersonville. Hendersonville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So it's was... yeah, Long Long Hollow, um, and um, but Long Hollow is the Baptist church. And my kids like, Daddy, we like the music at your church. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, it's kind of better. <laughs> we listen to Elvis gospel on the way to church. Like, all right. Uh, but anyway, buddy. So when you you did the one man show with 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 uh, Leslie. So yeah. did that thing ever, did it ever uh, go up? The, um, wait, what, which one man show are you talking about? Were trying you to think about on it. a one man show where he played like a, a preacher or something. I can't believe you'd remember that. Oh God. Yes. Um, <laughs> it never did. I did it, homework, we, buddy. 
we worked and worked on that thing. It, was, it ended up being called Glory Glory. And it turned into something more than a one-man show. We wanted to make a, like a musical, a Broadway-style play with music out of it. So we're, we still have the script on that, and we're still trying to figure it out. But the, uh, he played a, 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 a revival preacher, like a traveling revival preacher, and that he and his wife had gotten a tent cheap off of, you know, Ringling Brothers Circus because the circus <laughs> yeah. closed down. They yeah. set the tent up and they would have these revivals. And he, you know, Leslie's gay. And um, he, even though he was playing a straight man, he was playing him in a real gay way. And it was just hilarious to watch. Um, and so, He's a little flamboyant. He's a little flamboyant. You know, yeah, real flamboyant. But he was like, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I love my wife. And like how many, um, I don't know if you know a lot of church organists, but how many church pianists and organists that we grew up going, you know, me and my wife just, you know, would love to have y'all over supper. And I was like, your wife, really? Yeah. What's his, what's his um, name? <laughs> <laughs> so like we started writing these really irreverent church songs. Um, and oh God, let me just sing one for you. It was the first one that I wrote. Leslie came to me. He goes, I want to do this play. Would you do the music for it? And I'm like, God, let me think about it. So I went to sleep that night. I woke up and I wrote this. This is the chorus. Sorry if it offends everyone. Anyway, uh, it goes, uh, glory, glory, holy, holy, way down deep in my soul, soul, unseen treasures made of gold in that heavenly glory hole <laughs> um, <laughs> <I love it. laughs> it doesn't really get offensive until the it. last word <laughs> but it's pretty I funny love it. I, did a, um, I did a benefit with Perry Gilpin we did a duet and oh, I like Perry so much oh, we did, and that's where I, I think I met the Will and Grace people and that's probably where I met Leslie but we had to rewrite some lyrics we did um Islands in the Stream one year, changed other words, made them filthy, and Let's Do It from uh, Walking Hard or whatever. Yes. In my mind, you're blowing me. Yeah. yeah. Some kisses. Yeah. (laughs) But she said, one thing my wife said, you're not going to say that about Jesus or whatever. So she she changed it where the second coming is coming out. Like even dirtier than what and my wife's like i will throw my wine glass if you do but she said that i think the second coming's coming out or something like that oh my god oh my god that's so struck funny. by lightning right here so well, anyway I mean, buddy so yeah. i don't want to take up too much of your time but thank you for doing this and and uh judy was when i reached out to judy she's up in canada up there and i said my buddy travis you know leslie jordan she was like i'm a big fan i know who travis is I follow them. She's like, let's do it. So you were the first show I've done since moving to Tennessee. Talk about triangulation, L.A., Tennessee, and Canada. Well, not all of Canada. I mean, I, I like that my personality is big, but I'm just in Vancouver. <laughs> You're just in the one city. Okay. <laughs> She's in the Cube. We met in L.A., though. She was in L.A., yeah, and yeah. she is a lot. That's nice. Well, um, I mean, I appreciate so you- y'all inviting me, and thank you for... Uh, having Wild on. Her name is Wild, oh, by the way. Oh man, oh, wow. don't send us a don't send us a bill for her. The, the star no of the way. show here. <laughs> don't you even worry. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, buddy. So let's talk about reporting for duty. Your big concert. It's coming up on the nineteenth here in Nashville at the Opry House. Oh, it's going to be big, baby. We've been working and working on it. Uh, Mike Lotus is Leslie's boyfriend, uh, and he has he's producing it and. Uh, my producing partner for the album, Danny Myrick, who wrote a bunch of hits for like Jason Aldean and Tim McGraw and uh, Low Cash and people like that, co-producing it. And we got, I mean, every 
current big star that we could possibly get. And they were all like, yep, let's do it. It was Marin Morris and uh, Hardy and, um, oh my God, uh, Jim Parsons from the Big Bang Theory. He's coming to do mm-hmm. some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, who else? You got Jelly Eddie Roll. Vedder? Little guy Eddie, Eddie Vedder. Vedder's coming. Oh, yeah, that little guy. Lucas Nelson's coming by. Um, just tons of people. Osborne? Yeah, the Osborne guys. Um, Hell of a show, man. Oh, my God. Hell of a show. I'm trying to think of everything. There's a, com- a comedian named Leanne Morgan. Do you know her? Leanne Morgan? I don't know yeah. Leanne Morgan. She, she's well, I think she uh, she's from the I think she's from Alabama, but she got kind of Instagram famous too over the past. Oh, Margaret Cho. Okay, hilarious. Yeah, she's really funny. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yeah, really crazy. The show. Mm-hmm. Well, buddy, I hope that's an awesome show. And you're coming in this week, I think. So let's try to get together. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there for I'd a love, week. Love to, love to see you, man. Let's have a drink. And I'm gl- glad we re- reconnected. You know, it's a silver lining to all this is uh, you know. Brings people together, and I, like I said, I just happened to be at the gym, scrolling the stories, and it, it popped up. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I would really, I'd like to try to triangulate exactly when we met because I'm like, yeah, I've known him for a long time. I couldn't tell you how, but I've known <laughs> the people you remember and the people would stick, and you feel like you're you have a kindred spirit or whatever, and in Southern and LA or whatever it was. I'm like, that's a, that's a good dude. Yeah, that was, that yeah, was, same, a good man. Dude. Yeah. Absolutely. So, we always ask our guests one one question to wrap things up, and that what was your what was your hell yeah moment? Hell yeah career. moment, career? Oh, career! Oh my god, it was what you're holding right there. Obviously, yeah. I mean, this is great. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> I can tell you that everybody's like, you know, being a father <laughs> that's the hardest job you'll ever do, man. I'm like, I don't know. Have you ever tried to get a Grammy? <laughs> that's pretty hard. <laughs> you ever worked at Saddle Ranch? <laughs> <laughs> balancing all them drinks um, yeah. my hell yeah moment was the first time I heard um, a song called uh, Famous in a Small Town that Miranda recorded in my Firebird driving down Franklin past birds and all those places and it was playing on the radio and I was like I gotta find a highway man because I need to drive fast for a little bit Love it. <laughs> so excited uh, it changed my life yeah Firebird needed to needed to fly, brother. Absolutely, that's awesome, buddy. Well, congratulations, congrats on your your success, and sorry about your friend, and mostly congrats on your your family, buddy. I'm proud of you. Thank you, guys. So good to talk to you all. You too, brother. Thanks, well, well, hit me up this week. Let's get together. I love it. Thank you, Judy. I'll see you soon. I hope. Hopefully, Travis, where can they get tickets? Where can they get tickets? Oh my God! There's a look at my Instagram. So, I'm, yeah, I, I think it's, I'm just looking at your Instagram right now. It says here tickets at Opry.com. That's it, Opry.com. Yeah. Thank now, you. Now, is that. there any opportunity for this to be recorded, preserved for those of us who cannot get there? Yes, uh, there. There's okay. a whole production media company coming down from Canada uh, called Door Good Knocker. Choice. Good choice. And they're oh, yeah, absolutely okay. Yeah, they're nice guys. No, they don't. They never apologize like the other Canadians. Because we're they, not no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's no sorry anymore with you guys. You're just you like we know what we're story. doing. Shut up. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're they're recording it, and we're gonna package the whole thing for either maybe Circle on the you know that channel. Mm-hmm. I, it's called the Circle uh, or Netflix or something like that. Excellent, excellent. So those who cannot be there on. Uh, on the 19th there in person we'll be there in spirit and then eventually we will all be streaming together yes stream me yes
right. All right, buddy. Thanks for stopping by the double wide. All double right, wide bye, Travis. Bye, 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 you guys. <laughs> bye, bye. Say bye, bye. You want to pull him a kiss? Bye. Yes, it is. Oh, awesome. <laughs> the All best right. send off. See you, buddy. <laughs> bye, y'all. Everybody, that was my buddy Travis Howard from back in the day. Um, I'm really proud of him. He, he's come a long way since he was shucking those drinks at the Saddle Ranch on Sunset Boulevard, and I was shucking the, the jokes next door at the comedy store. But if you're in town here in Nashville, February 19, check out Reporting for Duty, a tribute to the life of Leslie Jordan. Thank you for stopping by the double-eyed Travis Howard. Judy, tell them where they can find us. Well, we want to welcome everyone back to the Double Wide. And every time you want to come and check in, be sure to look for Come On Get Happy Hour with Stevie D on Spotify, wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook at Come On Get Happy Hour or look us up uh, myself at I am Judy Lou and Stevie D at Stevie D Rocks on Instagram. Hit us up. Tell us what you think. What do you want the next show to be about? Drop us a line. All right, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Come on, get happy hour. See you next time. See ya. Take him out. You're in the mix with Vangrio Production.